Good morning, good afternoon, and good evening. And you are tuning in once again to my podcast, The Becca Sweet Show. And this is part two of The Voice, the wonderful, talented icon, Whitney Elizabeth Houston. And as I promised, here it is, part two. And today on my podcast, we are going to be, or I am going to be, discussing about Whitney's heart, um, her and Bobby's, um, her husband, Bobby Brown, um, relationship, her daughter, and also what could have been as she left behind and the night that happened the day that happened when she passed um so as i said again i don't want to focus on the bad things that happened in her life i want to talk about more of who Whitney Houston was. Um, I'm sure most of you that are listening to this know and heard and have seen a lot of things about Whitney Houston from the movies she was in, her music, her greatest hits, and Things that she wanted to do. Now, before I get really into um, the topic about Whitney here, part two, I want to say this before I forget. Whitney had a lot to live for. I believe with her last performance, she did uh, the pre-Grammy party that night. Um, Kelly Price was throwing um, a pre-Grammy party. I believe Kelly Price, if y'all don't know who she is, she is um, a singer. Um, she had won awards as well. And Kelly Price was really, really good friends with Whitney Houston. And that night, Kelly Price uh, threw a Grammy party, pre-Grammy party, uh, before the Grammys and in uh, 2012. And Kelly Price was nominated at the time for three Grammy Awards. And, of course, Whitney Houston showed up. Whitney Houston's like, I'll be right there. And um, Kelly Price had a lot of um, people there that night in the industry. A lot of, um, you know, um, musicians and famous people. And... It kind of broke my heart when I heard Whitney performing with Kelly um, a song, Yes, Jesus Love Me. And I believe it's Whitney's favorite song. I have, I've heard her say in documentaries that it's one of her favorite songs or it's her favorite song, Yes, Jesus Love Me, Loves Me. And I don't know if you all have seen the video, um, but if you go, you can see it. Um, it's on YouTube as well, and Whitney is really like trying to sing, and her voice is very raspy, very hoarse, 
And one of the things that Kelly Price said and others have said that Whitney really was trying to get her voice back. And before her death, um, months before her death, even before her death, like a year or two, she was working with a vocal coach um, trying to get her voice back because um, it has been known that she told her mentor, Clive Davis, I want a big comeback. Like, I want to come back. And Whitney was trying to get there. But um, as I've heard people say that the drug abuse, the higher it goes, it ruined her vocals. Now, I believe also that shouting, because I mean, Whitney loved to talk. Okay. I mean, that's one thing I liked about her. <laughs> she kind of liked me. She loved to talk. Um, and she was also a great communicator as well. Um, you know, she listened to you from what I heard. Um, she was great support. And this going to go like right into Whitney's heart that I was um, telling you about that I was going to do, excuse me, on the part one. And I was like, oh, I left that out. I'm like, you know what? I'll leave that for part two. So we're going to start out with that. Well, Whitney, her heart. Whitney had a big heart, okay? When people think of Whitney, they want to think of the drug abuse, her, um, however, however she used drugs. Um, people were saying there's all different kind of ways, uh, I believe it was Diane Sawyer she did an interview with and they asked her or Diane Sawyer asked her do you do crack and she says crack is whack I make too much money to do crack okay and then I don't know but somewhere I heard uh, or saw where people were uh, making fun of her about that and I mean I don't know um how she used drugs, whether it was cocaine. Now they're they're saying, um, I'm gonna go right into her heart, Whitney's heart, but they were saying her death that there were cocaine found in the bathroom. Um, some people said that she did crystal meth. I don't know, okay? Um, maybe you know, but it's not really important. Um, but you know, she had um a drug um I don't want to say problem, but, you know, it has been known she was uh, doing drugs. Um, And also, um, I believe she had, uh, as I mentioned in part one, um, heart failure uh, as as well, heart disease. Um, So now they say that was the part that caused her death as well. I just believe um, Whitney just had a big heart. Um, and I'm going to get into, as I know some of you said to me, well, what did she say to Pat before she died? I'm going to get into that in her last final moments, but, or days leading up to her death. But Whitney, if you look at it this way, being in the spotlight, people feel like half of the time they have to be perfect and I always say you know be yourself show you you know the best you can do but I understand when you're trying to do your best and when people judge you know it's it's just 
being human is what people do. Um, and as I said before that, thank you all. Some of you enjoyed on my podcast about one day at a time, just taking one day at a time and just living and just being in the moment. So Whitney was a loving and giving person. And for people that have known her as a friend, they said that she fed you, she clothed you, and she was, they say, your support. She was there for you. Um, Singer Monica, um, if some of you that don't know, she has songs like Angel of Mine. She did a song with Brandy. The girl is mine. I mean, the boy is mine. Sorry, I think about Michael Jackson, Paul McCartney. She did uh, The Boy is Mine. Um, yeah, um, For You I Will. That was a big song. Monica was really, really great friends with uh, Whitney Houston. And Monica said when um, someone close to her and her family passed away, Whitney was there. Whitney showed up on her doorstep like show up at her house (laughs) and um at the time monica you know she had a security and family around and she said whitney gave the hand like let me in i'm whitney let me in i'm here to see monica the same thing with cc winings she said one of her brothers passed away tragically whitney was there whitney said i'm coming i'm getting on the plane she said whitney was there whitney was at my brother's funeral, at one of C.C. Winans' uh, brother funeral, she said Whitney was there, and they said Whitney gave to charities. Um, they said her smile, even in her bad times, her worst times, Whitney had a smile that would just lit up the room. See, I'm the kind of person, even if I'm going through something rough. Or terrible or, I'm, or if I'm having a bad day I still smile because you know when, when you do that you lift other people up you could be having the most horrible day or going through something so tragic or horrible in your life but when you're when you're around other people and then people say, wow, I would never know that you were sick. I never knew that you didn't feel good that day. I didn't know you were going through that. Oh, I didn't know. You, I didn't know. And they said Whitney was the type of person. She didn't really tell you her problems. She would smile through it. Um, and she was such a great inspiration for our youth. Um. I remember growing up and listening to her. I was just, wow. Her and Mariah Carey was just one of my favorites. Her, Mariah Carey, Tony Braxton. Um, I love Brandy as well. But Whitney Houston was just, uh, I mean, they put Whitney, Mariah, and Celine Dion. You know, Mariah Carey, Celine Dion, and Whitney Houston. They were like, okay, these are three divas. I remember watching VH1 Divas, and I remember Whitney and Mariah um, and Celine Dion and Aretha Franklin. That's the godmother of Whitney. Um, Whitney Houston, godmother, was Aretha Franklin, God rest Aretha Franklin, soul with Whitney. Um, and also, Carol King, my mom loved Carol King. Carol King was on Divas Live. They had Shania Twain. 
It was awesome. I remember seeing that when I was a kid. It was awesome. It really was. Um, And I was like, wow, all of them in one room. And Gloria Estefan. Gloria Estefan is another great artist. I like to say Estefan. For a lot of Americans, we say Gloria Estefan. (laughs) Um, But yeah, Whitney Gates. Um, And they said that she did more for others than herself. She really did. She really, really gave. Now, we're going to talk about Whitney Houston and Bobby Brown. And I don't want to go into the dating history of Whitney from what I heard from others. I'm not going to do that. But I would say, now I did mention in part one about her childhood friend, uh, Robin, um, Robin Crawford, I believe. I did discuss her and I'm really not going to go into that because it's hearsay. I don't know Robin Crawford. I did not know Whitney Houston, although I knew a few people in her family. Um, I did not know Whitney Houston personally. So I'm not going to, even if I did, I wouldn't, I would not. That was her personal business. Okay. I respect people, um, business. Okay. Personal life and business. So I'm not going to go into that. Um, but I would say Bobby Brown, (laughs) uh, just grabbed Whitney. Uh, they said that I remember looking at in a documentary, even Clive Davis said it himself that Bobby said something to Whitney that no other man talked to her that way or person and I believe Whitney was looking for a bad boy it's kind of like Harry was looking for a Diana like his mother Princess Diana was a woman that not going to be a yes person that's going to be I'm going to do things my way I'm out of here and that's why Harry you know, not going into Meghan and Harry, okay, but I believe it in that way Harry was looking, Harry was looking, looking for that, and I kind of believe that with Whitney, that she was looking for that bad boy, because they said Whitney Houston did not like to wear dresses, now I'm not saying that she didn't like dresses, period, or dresses were not her thing, or she would never wear them, but Whitney wanted, she liked to be tomboyish, they said. Even her mother said that. Whitney liked to dress in the... I'm like that. I, I, I love dresses. Don't get me wrong. I love evening gowns because I've done pageants. I love... But I really like looking sexy and hot. Like in a black leather jacket. I like to rock in a nice uh, tee. Um, and like uh, badass jeans. That's me. Like when I used to go clubbing a lot... <laughs> When I first came to New York, even in Florida, like Miami, when I used to club a lot, I would wear like a sexy top and then I would wear jeans and with high heels. And I mean, I would rock it and guys would be like, whoa, who's that girl? Girls would be like, who's that bitch? (laughs) So that's how the way I would like to dress. And Whitney liked to dress like that because honestly, girls, that is sexy. Men love that. I mean, that's sexy. Like when you wear sexy, you know, jeans, they're kind of like low and then you have this sexy like crop top or you have this sexy tee on 
um, and or you know, sexy jacket, and you just rocking it, and your hair down long, or your hair up all sexy. It's really beautiful, and I mean, guys, honestly, they love that. So, Whitney, um, if you, um, I played a song recently from "I'm Your Baby Tonight," and Whitney, um, it was kind of her thing to do that album. And Clive Davis was like, okay, I'm gonna let you do it. Now, they claim that it did not, it, it did sell a lot. I mean, millions, of course. She, Whitney Houston, she was the icon, right? And this was before um, The Bodyguard. But when she did the album, I'm Your Baby Tonight, my favorite song in there, I remember in school, was Miracle. I, my mom, I said, Mom, can you please play that song again in the cassette? Can you please play it over? Miracle was my favorite song. Um, Whitney, well, Clive said that it was kind of like she wanted to be like the bad girl image, you know, like she did. My name is not Susan, and um, and then um, I'm your baby tonight, and I mentioned Miracle, and then there was another song in there. I can't, I don't right now, but um, it was like I thought it was great, but yeah. She didn't have, like, the evening gown glamour with that song. But, um, everybody know, like Dolly Parton have said, uh, um, The Bodyguard, the song, I Will Always Love You, put her in a different light. It's like Michael Jackson with Thrilla. When Michael Jackson did Thrilla, that was just it. And I kind of sort of feel that way with Whitney Houston, that when she did, um, The Bodyguard, that that was her top. That that was like the cream of her top. Like, and I would say this because Michael Jackson, as you know, is dead. God rest his soul. But Michael, they said, as you, as I would mention here, as an example, he wanted to do it again. Top hundred million album that he did with Thriller. He wanted to top that again. He was not able to top that again. And I believe that's just like the cream of your top. Because let's face it, if you if you if you understanding where I'm getting that, when Michael Jackson did Thriller, that made him, that put him at the top. He was Michael Jackson at that point. Okay, he came and did it. Okay, I'm gonna say it that way. You came and you did it, and we saw and we stayed. After that, yeah, Michael was just an icon. Same thing with Whitney Houston when she did The Bodyguard. Whitney was just like at the top. Now going into her and Bobby, as it Bobby Brown, um, they met at the 1989 Soul Train Awards, and it is known that when Whitney saw Bobby, that was it. I mean, I think I've heard or read somewhere that Whitney was crushing, crushing on him. Sorry, crushing on him, like. She had a thing for him because um, Bobby Brown was a bad boy. They said that Bobby loved to dance. He loved to party. Of course, they said at the time he was already on drugs. Um, New Edition, I mean, I've read things where New Edition said that Bobby was becoming a problem. And I don't know if they kicked him out of the group or so or Bobby left New Edition. But yeah, Bobby was the bad boy. Um of that group new edition and um i remember looking at videos of him the way he danced on stage and 
I think they say he almost got in trouble when he was dancing on stage once with this girl or some woman he pulled up on stage. <laughs> but, um, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yep, yep, yep. Girls be screaming for that, let me tell you. Um, but, so, Bobby and Whitney end up getting together. And, um, four, four months later, Bobby was at Whitney's 26th birthday party celebration. And, you know, Bobby was showing out, you know, trying to impress Whitney. And they became the best of friends. Whitney Houston have said that Bobby Brown is, like, her best friend at the time. And they were inseparable. Now, it has been known that, I'm going to say because this is what I've heard, okay, I've heard this, that Clive Davis, even Whitney's mother did not like it. Um, They said that they felt like, mm, you know, maybe Whitney was, well, I would say this, people have said that they they could see Whitney, but, well, Okay, getting into a little bit of her dating history, it has known that she was dating Jermaine Jackson or was seeing Jermaine Jackson. I'm not going to get into that, but yeah, but but yeah, but they they claim that Jermaine kind of hurt her a little bit. I don't know how true that is, but that's what has been said. Look it up. That's what I heard. Mm. But I don't think that Whitney and Jermaine would have probably worked out. I believe, what, like they say, Whitney said when she saw Bobby Brown, that was it. Bobby Brown was this bad boy, this, oh, and she was like, oh, <laughs> she's like, oh, yes, look at him. Mm-hmm. So, um, right, not long after they met, they end up tying the knot in 1992. And long after they tied the knot, Whitney was pregnant and she gave birth to a beautiful baby girl she named with her husband, Bobby Brown, Bobby Christina Houston. And Bobby Christina was everything to Whitney Houston. She, I'm going to say Whitney here on out. She was everything to Whitney. Um, Whitney said, that's my baby cub, like a big baby mama, lion or tiger. And if you mess with her, you got to mess with me. You got to get through me first. Now, I'm not going to get into it, but... Okay, well, before I get into that, um, a lot of people don't know. It was during, I believe they said, the filming or the time of the bodyguard that Whitney was pregnant again. But um, she lost the baby. And they said that Whitney went through a lot of pain. But she didn't have time to process the loss of her and Bobby's child. Um, singer Monica said she remembered there was a picture with her and Whitney together and her touching Whitney's stomach and Whitney was so excited and so and so excited excuse me and happy because her and Bobby was expecting again and they said before Whitney lost that child after she had with uh um, Bobby you know Bobby Christina she had a miscarriage um I just think at the time that there was just so much going on in Whitney's life and like they said, she didn't have time to process a lot because there was the press always, there were the paparazzi, um, there were people in her business. Um, at the time, Bobby was, they, they, they claimed we're getting into trouble. And I'm not going to get into like full detail, but 
when Bobby was, um, I would just say this, Whitney stood by her man at that time, okay? Uh, I remember seeing as a kid when Bobby was going to court, uh, Whitney was right there. Whitney's like, I got you, baby. Stay strong. Everything's going to be okay. When Bobby, you know, was in jail, Whitney was there. And I just remember, like, like my classmates were like, oh, she's just stupid and crazy. But at that time, I kind of knew in a way what love was because my mom and dad, um, were together and still together to this day. Thank God they've been married for a long time. So, you know, in front of us kids, my siblings, my mom and dad will hold each other like if we're watching TV or a movie. And my mom and dad, you know, just clinging to one another, loving one another. I mean, not like getting on, you know, in front of us, but you know what I'm saying, being lovable and us being a family and us having dinners together. So, when people in school would talk down, because honestly, I didn't know what negative was. I was a kid. I mean, come on, I'm a little kid. But I remember, like, thinking of that when people would say about Whitney and Bobby, uh, say, oh, she's crazy. You know, she should leave him. And she should just, like, move on. I could kind of understand her being there for him. Now, another thing, too, was um, I remember there was a reality show that her and, excuse me, Bobby did at the time. And a lot of people said that this was not great um, because they come to Bobby with the reality show. And I remember watching it a little bit and it didn't show the bright side of Whitney. But I'm not going to get into that if you have not watched the show. It it did not. But I just really believe that it was just her being herself, okay? And I really believe also that Whitney was having fun. Um, Yes, her daughter Bobby Christina was in it with Bobby, her husband, of course. And Bobby had some of his kids from uh, other relationships in the series, in the... Uh, It was a reality show with him and his wife at the time, Whitney. And I just believe that they were having fun. Too much fun, but they were having fun. Um, And it's been known that Whitney was just... I I believe that she was a really good mother. But people say, well, she did certain things in front of her daughter that she shouldn't do. In a way, I feel like she was being her daughter's best friend. Um, yes, there there are mothers out there and fathers out there that are best friends to their kids. I mean, come on, there's nothing wrong with that. Um, because again, as we all know, Whitney was everything to Bobby, Christina, and Bobby, Christina was everything to Whitney. And although Whitney Houston had a mother, Sissy, which was Sissy Houston is still alive, and her uh, uh, cousin, Dionne Ward, I mean, Bobby, Bobby, Christina, and Whitney was everything to each other, okay? Um, and I, I just believe that, and, and, it's, and it's crazy because, you know, you think about it, Bobby Brown is still alive, okay? Him and Whitney, um, they did divorce, and as I said in part one, when, when Whitney divorced Bobby, I really thought that, you know, she was going to get it together like I really thought that because for the longest time I thought that Bobby was the reason Whitney was you know down sparrow going you know but she just didn't get the help that she needed 
Um, and I'm sure that others helped her and tried to help her. But, there, I mean, there's some people I know, they say to me, I like to drink. It makes me feel good. Um, I like this. I like to do that because it makes me feel good. And I say, well, okay, well, if it makes you feel good. Who am I to judge? Because, let's face it, everybody is their own person, right? I mean, you can't force someone to do something. And, yeah, I mean, if, if people find it, uh, how do I say this? If people find things that they do enjoyable, that's what they find enjoyable. I mean, like, I love to eat sushi. I eat sushi almost once a week, maybe twice a week. That's something I enjoy. I know people say, ooh, I don't like sushi. Oh, I, I, I don't see how you eat sushi. Um, oh, I don't like that TV show. Oh, I don't like that singing artist. Oh, I don't like that actor. I, everybody has their own thing, right? Their own preference. Their own like. What they like. Um, and I am not here to judge. People live their lives the way they want to live their lives. But I'm going to get into... The last days of Whitney. Um, but I feel that with um, Whitney, she was not ready to die. As I said, she had a lot to live for. She really did. There were a lot of things that she was looking forward to doing. A lot of things. And I, I mean, I wasn't there when she passed away. But they claim that a day before she passed away or maybe two days before she passed away because she checked into the Beverly Hills um, Hilton Hotel and um, they said that she was doing cartwheels. Now, this is what they said. She was doing cartwheels by uh, the pool, okay? Um, And then... When Brandy and Monica was rehearsing for the Grammys, um, they said that she came in and her hair was wet. I want to believe that what they said she could have been sweating from drugs. What I want to believe is that she was maybe by the pool, dipped her head in the water and come in. and But, but they said she was very sweaty and um, she was not talking properly. That's what they say. And she kept interrupting Brandy and Monica and Clive Davis. Now, I don't know. But they said that she hand Brandy something or note or something. And I don't know. But it's hearsay. Um, I wanted, I wanted to think that, you know, because she said that Brandy and Monica was like the next big thing in the music world. You know, youth. You know what I mean? I love this song. So, if you want to know what Whitney said to Pat was, um, Whitney said to Pat, and by the way, Pat Houston is Whitney's sister-in-law, and Pat Houston is married to... Um, Patricia Houston, I believe that's how you say her name. She's married to Whitney's brother, Gary. Um, So Whitney said to Pat, why do people judge me? And because Pat, her sister-in-law, 
So the husband Gary, which is Whitney's brother, said that Whitney wanted to talk to Pat before the Grammys. And Pat went out to L.A. with Whitney and Whitney's cousin Dion. Um, they went for the Grammys, you know, and, and the um, celebration. And so when Whitney was out there before she passed, days before she passed, she asked Pat, why do people judge me so much? And Pat said, Whitney, only God can judge you. Only God can judge you. And I, I maybe I, I feel like Whitney felt when she was there, you know, um, at the hotel, because I've heard and it has been known that people were giving Whitney weird looks. Um, maybe she felt out of place. I don't know. You tell me. I don't know. But she said that to her sister-in-law, Pat. Why do people judge me? And Pat said, I told Whitney, don't worry. You know, we're going to go home Monday. Pat said, I did not know that that Monday I would be taking her home. Meaning home to New Jersey, back to her mother. Because Whitney passed. She passed that weekend. They're in L.A., in Beverly Hills. She passed that weekend. So, Monica, the singer, said that she found out, she got a phone call from... um, Dion, Dion Wark told Monica, I need you to stay with Bobby Christina. Uh, Something happened to Whitney. And she said, that's the only person, Monica said, that's the only person I trust to tell me where to go, what to do, because it was out of control that she found out that Whitney passed. Now, Um, I'm pretty sure you all know how Whitney passed. Um, Whitney um, drowned, they say, um, in the bath. Now, it has been known that they want Whitney, or how do I say it? Whitney took showers mostly um, in baths because they say that Whitney liked liked to uh, lay her head back and relax in the bath, okay? Okay. and they say that when Whitney took baths, uh, I don't know if it was, how would you say it, the housekeeping or the maid or the assistant, but they will watch her. They will knock on the door and they would make sure that she was okay because they say that Whitney will like to sleep or just relax. Um, and as I said earlier, I don't like to talk about that, but it was known that drugs were found. Or Now, that's that's what they say. Um, like I said, there's different hearsay. You tell me, I really, I was not there, okay? Um, but I'm not going to go into what was found in her system, but yeah. Um, but uh, from the corners, uh, LA corner. Um, but... They say that when they found her, they believed that she was already dead. Um, she was balled up in in the tub, and I believe the water was drained. Um, and I forgot who 
say but they say that they tried to pull her out of the tub and she was heavy at the time and you know tried to do CPR but it was too late um and they said Bobby Christina was screaming what's going on what's happening to my mom and they took her out you know they and of course Bobby Christina collapsed I mean that that must have been like terrifying that your mother your best friend your world um you know um it's not it's no longer around you know going to be around and when I said that Whitney said around oh in the song wow um yeah um sound like she said around I think she did I, I believe I know the lyrics the whole lyrics to this song I believe I do shoot 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 I love this song shoot I love this song <laughs> It's like one of her best songs from the movie Waiting to Exhale. If you haven't seen that, go watch it. It's a lovely, it's a great movie. So, um, now how Whitney's mother, Sissy Houston, found out was um, she got a phone call from Whitney's brother, Gary. And Sissy Houston said um, Gary was screaming on the phone. He was yelling. And... She said to Gary, um, you know, calm down. What's going on? He said, nippy, 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 nippy. She said, what's wrong with nippy? What, what's going on? He said, nippy, nippy, nippy. He said, nippy, nippy's gone, nippy. She said, I was like, what? What are you talking about, nippy's gone? What are you talking about? Nippy's gone. She's gone. She's dead. They found her. She's dead. She's dead. She said, I went. I think Sissy said, numb. She said, I, I, I couldn't believe it. And she said she was sitting down, I believe on her sofa. And she, the doorbell rang. And she said she got up. And she went to the door no one was there she went back sat down the doorbell rang again she said i went back i looked no one was there she said she said then i called down and this is so awesome this song is coming on about witness saying if i go and see the lord wow and i'm talking about this right now wow that's amazing wow i'm feeling whitney's spirit i'm feeling her right now that is amazing wow um, so Sissy said she goes and sit back down and she said she calls the concierge and she said, there's someone ringing my doorbell. He said, Miss Houston, there is no one there. She said, she said to herself, Whitney, come home. She has come home. And Pat, what touched my heart, said that on the way back with Whitney's body on the plane, she said, Dion was with her. And she said that, um, I don't know if Gary was there. I, I can't recall Whitney's brother. I, I, I think Gary was, but she said Whitney was in the back of the plane. And she said her heart went out to Whitney's brother, Gary and Dion. 
And she said we, we just couldn't believe it. She was dead. She was in the back of us on the plane. In the back. Wow. That's, 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 I mean, that's, wow. And uh, Whitney Funeral, I remember watching it on TV. It was spectacular. It was a long, beautiful service. I believe it was five hours. You tell me. I, I know it was four, but it was long. And I remember staying home that day and watching it. And it was a beautiful going home service. Uh, Kevin Costner, uh, he did a lovely speech. And Kevin Costner, like me, is a, uh, a, a minister child. His dad is a minister, was a minister. I don't know if Kevin Costner's dad's still alive, but I heard that his dad was a minister. Or is a minister. I don't know if he's dead or not. Um, and C.C. Whining sing um, Don't Cry For Me. That is a beautiful song. Whitney sang that song. And if you haven't heard Whitney sing Don't Cry For Me, you should. It is a beautiful and lovely, 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 lovely song. Don't Cry For Me. It's so beautiful. Um... Reverend Jesse Jackson was there. A lot, a lot of people were at her funeral, including Ray J. Now, they claim that she had a relationship with Ray J. I don't know if that's true or not. Um, he was there. The most, the most touching moment was when the pallbearers, pallbearers, excuse me, they uh, lifted Whitney's casket. And Whitney's mother, Sissy Houston, uh, she put her hand on Whitney's casket that was for me a very touching moment I know C.C. Winans and um, Reverend Jesse Jackson and others said what a touching moment and I'm getting so emotional right now because it's like they say when someone you love dies and you have the service they're going home and they go in the ground. That is the last moments of them here on this earth, you know. And my heart goes out to Whitney's family, her friends, her fans, her loved ones. Because we lost her. And it's still shocking to me what happened um yeah I mean you you think you know sometimes that it just can't happen and it happens um but she will always always be in our hearts our memories our minds our souls she had the voice um and a beautiful, wonderful spirit and smile. And I mean, just incredible. <laughs> incredible, right? Just totally incredible. And I believe if Whitney was, was still alive, she, it, it wasn't, one, I don't believe her daughter would um, be gone. And I'm probably going to do a podcast on her and her daughter. Uh, Bobby Christina um, but I really feel that before I'm out of here I really feel that after Whitney's death 
And I believe three years after Whitney's death, um, Bobby Christina passed away. I really feel that Bobby Brown just got himself together. Like, just, it opened his eyes more, too. Because, I don't know if you know it all or not, but Bobby Brown, pretty much from what I heard heard and see, he's doing well. Uh, he remarried. Um has a lovely family and he's doing well and I believe he's back out on tour um I believe a new edition but Bobby Brown um I believe it opened his eyes up to um to realize uh what happened and to say wow look what happened to my uh former wife and my daughter and it has been said that Bobby Christina, before her passing, she was supposed to go out and see um, her father, Bobby. She was supposed to go out and see Bobby Brown, and she passed. And that really broke Bobby. It really did. Um, yeah, I, I just really feel that if Whitney was still alive... Okay, someone asked me, would she still have her voice together? Like, I mean, will, will, I mean, will her, will her voice be back? I, I, I don't know. That there, I can't tell you. But one thing I do know for sure, she was trying her hardest to get it back to where it was before. And I really feel that she still uh, could have sold out uh, concerts. Um, people like myself would have wanted to go see her perform would want to see what she was doing how everything you know would have been going in her life uh who knows what would have happened um if she still was alive would she still be performing um going to award show showing up <laughs> yeah and I really feel feel like Whitney had the Lord with her. I also really feel like she didn't die alone. Just lost. I don't know. Um, but I really feel that. I really do. And um, I hope you all enjoyed this podcast. Thank you all again for the lovely comments, the likes, the views, the shares. The following, I really appreciate it, and I hope you enjoy this. Thank you again. Thank you. And, yes, I hope you enjoy this today, part two of Whitney Houston. And, yeah, tune in again to my podcast, and stay well. God bless you. Take care of yourself. And, yeah. I love this song, by the way. Thank you so much for tuning in. You are loved. You are special. You are wonderful. God bless you all. And may God keep you. And thank you again. So long.